0: What's up guys welcome to the road podcast the podcast where we talk about overall well-being health and all the crazy things that happen on this road that we call life. I'm your host Jonathan Shane. What's up guys. All right, so let's get right into this but real quick. I got a ginger bee here and I just thought that y'all would um, enjoy this sound. Oh, oh yeah. ASMR podcast. No, I'm kidding. All right. So before you get off women, give this a chance. Okay. I'm going to be talking about men's health and, and eating disorders and body dysmorphia and self-care and self-love. But I think that you could get a lot from this too. So please hear me out. Of course, you don't have to. It's definitely going to be predicated towards men. But I want to talk about this because I feel like one... Not that it really matters, like like numbers and all of that, but there are a lot of men that look to me and some of the other influencers in the space that talk about male struggles with eating disorders and body dysmorphia. <clears throat> and they look to us to give them tips and tricks and guidance on how to develop that because it's, it can be tricky as a man, not because it's not possible or you know, not simple, but because we have to deal with the construct of culture when it comes to male identity. And I think that they can, they can make it hard to kind of navigate and I don't feel like, I feel like I, I talk about, you know, motivation and bulimia and all that. And I'm open about that, but it's very like gender neutral, which is great. But I feel like, you know, I really want to give them something to latch on to. And because, you know, that's my heart because, you know... I didn't have a lot of help when i first had bulimia and i was dealing with it i didn't have a lot of help with my body dysmorphia right like there was a lot of females but not a lot of males and not a lot that understood what i was going through but the sad part is that there are a lot of men that know exactly what i went through but they're too scared to talk about it they're too used to having to suppress it and man up right and so i kind of want to break that paradigm and i want to give us a sense of freedom so i kind of want to i just want to run through that this podcast and my, my hope is that you really see some really good benefits. And like I said, there's no cuts or edits. This is a raw podcast, so you're gonna hear me slurping between sentences sometimes. Okay, so when it comes to being a man and dealing with these kind of things, I think that it's important to start with the simple point of acknowledgement. I think a lot of us we oftentimes think that because we're men, we're supposed to just swallow our emotions, swallow our pride, not deal with it, man up. And so we don't even acknowledge that we have an issue. How many here have, listen to this and think about it for a second. How often have we heard somebody else talking about a body dysmorphic issue or an image issue or an eating disorder issue? And we've gone, man, that kind of sounds like some, yeah, it kind of sounds like some of the stuff that I deal with no, I don't have anything, right? You just completely ignore it. You completely act like, you know what, no, but I'm not that bad. You know, and it's like this, it's such an often thing. Like, we just can't acknowledge that we have issues because if we don't acknowledge them, then we can push them down. We can suppress them and we can focus on other things like, you know, paying the bills and all those generic male things. And I think that it's, and understand too, like I'm not talking against women. Like I know, like my wife is a hardworking woman and she pays bills. Like I'm not, I'm saying that, you know, this isn't like to reflect against women culture, this is to simply talk about the struggles that we deal with as men in culture, when it comes to dealing with these kinds of issues, and I think that it has a larger influence than we give weight to, and I kind of want to like how to navigate that, and so, you know, first it's like acknowledging, like acknowledging you have a problem, like, I did not really start dealing with my bulimia until I acknowledged I had a problem. And when I acknowledged that I had an eating disorder, I started to try and figure out why. And when I started to figure out why, I realized that I really hated myself. And I would just but 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 you wouldn't see that from the outside. From the outside, you would see this kid, whether when it was when I was chubby or skinny, you would see a kid that laughed and had a huge smile. And you know, the energy that I have now, um, but my, my feeling of acceptance inside was completely dictated by the approval and the interaction of the people around me. And that I was being a, a man and that I was being like, a you know, I was a strong guy and I had girls and, you know, I was trying to be successful and I was productive and like everything, everything was dictated by the things that I did to make me who I was. When who I am should have produced the things that I did, right? Does that make sense? Oftentimes men do things and we hope that that manifests the kind of identity in us when the truth is, is that our identity and who we know we are is what should produce things. Right? I kind of think of like this Bible scripture talking about being attached to the branch and that's what produces fruit. In the same context, oftentimes we try to produce fruit not being connected to the branch. We hope that like when we produce something, it'll connect us to our identity. It'll make us who we are. And the truth is, it's just not true. There's got to be a source. We've got to attack the issue at the root. And so a lot of us, you know, the reason why we don't address these issues is because Once we address them we have to acknowledge that they're there and we have to deal with it. We have to deal with the fact that it's probably come coming from a place of self hate that like we don't like who we are. We don't like our job. We you know, we don't like the way we treat people, we don't like the way we treat ourselves. But we try to ignore it and put it under the rug and we get really good at it. And so you could gain five, six hundred pounds, you could throw yourself up like crazy, you could not even take camera photos anymore like for years and years and years and just like callous this sense of self hate and justify it and the truth is, is that if you really want to fix these issues you got to rip that callous off you've got to make yourself known to yourself you have to you know <clears throat> break down that old building and re-pour that foundation you know we talked about laying foundations in the last podcast and so I think that there's opportunity to do that you know, and and the beautiful thing is that when that acknowledgement happens, then we can start making choices, right? So like the first one would be nutrition, right? So we're going to talk about that, like a higher fat, low carbohydrate diet uh, is going to help you even if you go from like sad to paleo, I definitely would recommend more of a ketogenic or a ketogenic paleolithic diet, where basically like, you know, you're doing higher fats and lower carbs, at least under 50 total grams. Because that's naturally going to deter you from simple and refined carbs and that's going to really help with the oxidative stress it's going to help with your mood and your mood boosting hormones and all those things that you need to even deal with these kinds of things from like a nutritional foundational level so i think nutrition's to be addressed if you're doing keto great try to make sure you're getting in healthy gut uh, bacteria foods like sauerkraut Um, you know you're eating a lot of animal proteins um, pickled foods things like that they're going to feed your gut what it needs to create serotonin to create those those hormones that really help with like depression and body dysmorphia and all those feel-good hormones that we're, we often lack and so nutrition is first and foremost and then the second one is you know don't okay i hope this makes sense don't do things because you're a man so you feel like you should do them do things because they make you happy right so like self-love is taking the time to do what makes you happy who give like like if you like watching ballet i know it sounds is people are going to snicker when they hear that i don't care like if if you like doing ballet right like do it right like who says that be doing ballet is a women's thing like i know plenty of men that are like extremely athletic that do ballet and but like a lot of men will like they'll go fishing or like they'll put pressures on themselves to like do things that men do or like they won't do anything at all, right? Like, they'll come home and have a beer and like that's kind of like their pastime. Does that really make you happy? Ask yourself. Think about what you do throughout your day right now, not including work and not including like family time. That's different, obviously. But like when it's just you, even that five minutes is just you, like what you're doing, like does it really make you happy? Is it really something that your body enjoys or is it something that you just, you just do because that's what all the men in your life do? Think about that for a second. Women, change context. Think about what you do with your time. Is it things that you've just been told to do or is it things that you actually enjoy doing? Do you watch Netflix because that's what you did when you were in college and that's what all your friends do? Do so you want to talk about the shows with them? Or does it actually make you happy? And if it doesn't make you happy, what does make you happy? Would taking a bubble bath make you more happy? For men, would going outside and looking up at the stars make you more happy? Would taking a bubble bath make you more happy? Like, what makes you really happy? And I think that that's really a huge start to self-care, self-love and self, you know, help is like taking the time to acknowledge, like if you're actually doing things to show your body you care for it, are you feeding it the right fuel? are you giving it time to relax and not be stressed out right and that doesn't mean like i understand like you know a lot of dads are busy right like you have you have kids and same for you know moms and and females but what about those five minutes that you decide to get on facebook like i've talked to people and they're like oh i'm getting on facebook because i've been busy all day and i'm like are you sure that's what your body wants like it might it might give you endorphins and make you feel better but like to your your hormones like all it it just stresses them out because now you're having to read about politics and emotions and all the crap that comes with social media while social media is a great thing it can be a very negative thing especially for somebody that's chronically stressed and so like really take time today and think about like okay is what i'm doing so like do i have a good nutrition plan am i eating a lot of keto treats or am i eating a lot more whole foods right am i taking am i making choices that are good for my body and then elevate that, like, okay, like, what am I doing to relax? What am I doing to show my body that I want it to have time to relax? Like, what am I doing to show my body that I care for it, right? Like, and all again, taking that back, that all starts with acknowledgement, right? And and the reason why, you know, the title of this is, is, is male body dysmorphia and negative self-image is because this predicates to both. I truly believe that body um, eating disorders are a manifestation, a symptom of negative self-image. If you loved yourself, you would not starve yourself and make yourself throw up. Bottom line. So it always goes back to how you see yourself. Remember that. If you are doing something obnoxious, it's because you don't like you don't like yourself. Right? Like, and I'm not saying like extreme sports like bodybuilding. I'm talking about like, you know, eating a thousand calories a day to get a certain weight goal. Because you feel like once you get there, you're gonna love yourself and Or like, you know, once you get abs, why do you want abs? Do you want abs for you? Or do you want abs because that's what healthy and fit guys have? Like, really think about how weird that sounds for a second. We don't think about it like that. We just think, oh, well, I need to get down to this certain body fat percentage. But do you? Do you really? Is that really going to satisfy you? Is that gonna make you love yourself? You know how you love yourself? You know, you know how you know you love yourself? If you get down to 10% body fat, if you put 2% back on, you don't freak the hell out. Because you realize that your body is just fluctuating or it's just rebounding from a diet that got you down to 10%, which is not easy for the people that have done it, they know. Especially naturally, not easy. So, you know, like why are you really doing what you're doing? Is what you're doing really showing your body that you love yourself? Like, do you really like yourself? Or are you hoping that when you get to a certain point in your journey, that love's gonna manifest? I think these are questions that we need to ask as men, and we need to be honest. And okay, and here's the next one. Here's the big, big, big thing. Like, we have to be vulnerable. Men are not vulnerable at all, and it's dumb. But I try so hard to be as vulnerable as I can, almost to the point that I feel like it's going to discredit me. Like, when I talked about how I still make, like, I still feel like um, I want to throw up sometimes. Like, I think about it at times. It's a fleeting thought, but it comes, right? And it doesn't just go away. Um, you know, like, Sometimes that scares me because people are going to think that, like, I'm, I'm saying that I'm relapsing, which I'm not. I'm just trying to talk to you about my thoughts. Like, even in the deepest part of me, I, I still, like, this is, like, an ongoing fight that I'm always going to fight. I just make that voice really small, you know. But, like, I really try to be vulnerable with you guys because, like, you guys need to be vulnerable. We've got to be vulnerable. The issue will not be handled if it's not acknowledged. And that doesn't mean go to your wife because, tell, I'm telling you, experience. Your wife's not going to understand most of the time. My wife doesn't understand my bias more for eating disorders at all. She's never struggled with them. It's like trying to explain cocaine ad, uh, addiction to someone that's never done drugs. Like it's impossible. It's like talking to a brick wall. So I'm not saying don't go to your spouse, right? Tell your spouse things, but like find other men, find me. I don't care. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna like charge you coaching to like talk to you about like, you know, these issues. Like these issues are real and they need to be handled. And it's a huge part of holistic health. Why? Because there's a big difference between making decisions hoping that you find identity and making decisions because you know who you are. Knowing who you are is going to lead to long-term, sustainable, healthy choices. Making choices to, 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 to build an identity might be healthy at first, but you're going to start taking serious extremes um, hoping that you get there. And then you're going to hurt yourself. And then when you get there, finally, after all that torture... You're not gonna know who you are and it's going to go, it's gonna throw you bonkers. Oftentimes, I hear people, they get close to their weight goal and they actually get scared. They start slipping up, they start cheating more. Like, I don't know why it's so hard to stay on. It's like, I'm scared of who I'm gonna be. And I'm like, do you even know who you are gonna be? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you should figure that out now. Right? So don't make decisions to create an identity, make decisions because you already know who you are. And that starts with acknowledging that you, you don't. You don't. Uh, and you don't like who you think you are right now. And so I just think, I know that's a lot. I know that's like this is like a really, really deep talk and a huge pill to swallow, and I get that. Um, but I think that it's just going to be, this is going to be advantageous. This is going to be a huge breakthrough um, for anybody that listens to it and through anybody that applies it. So acknowledgement, foundational nutrition, and then working on self-care, prioritizing things for yourself. Speaking, speaking, genuinely to yourself like talking nice to yourself like waking up and going you know what i woke up this morning i feel great i looked in the mirror and like i can like see myself like i I have sight that's dope right like my body's strong it might not be where i want it weight wise yet but it's strong and i love it right and and that can help because when you get down to a certain weight you might not have abs but you'll be healthy you'll have a healthy body fat And you might decide at that point, you know, I like who I am. I like how I'm functioning. I like that I can hit my goals, you know, activity-wise. I can run with my kids. I don't need to get to that point. But if you're basing your identity on getting to that point, you're going to do some crazy, unhealthy crap at times, right? And if you were a bodybuilder, it'd be different. Like, I'd be like, yeah, man, get shredded, you know, go for it. But for someone that's just trying to live life, the, the problem is, is that you, you can go for it. You can get there. But if you're basing your identity on that, you're going to lose it because that's not maintainable. okay That's my biggest point. That's not maintainable. And so if you base your identity on it, you might hit it for a week, but it will go away. Um, and so understand that it's cool to get to that point if you want to go through that experience but having a healthier view of yourself and overall care for yourself will get you to a point where you might get there at some point because you just want to know what it's like. But you might not get there because you might stop three percent higher or five percent higher, fifteen or sixteen or seventeen percent body fat, and go. You know what? I'm running six miles a day. I'm healthy as heck. I love who I am. I love what my body's accomplished. I'm able to run with my kids. I'm able to spend time with my wife. I'm able to ride the rides I want to ride. I'm able to fly to other states. Like, I'm happy right? And you just stop. And that's beautiful. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that's the true pinnacle of health. So um, I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot to chew on a lot to swallow. Obviously, like if y'all have like any questions or anything, feel free to email me um, or comment or I don't even know if you can comment on these podcasts. But you know, email me, DM me on Instagram, whatever you want to do. Um, I love you guys till next time.